The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you any stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The day after, the day after the speech, which was a rousing speech, Donald Trump in Arizona, going after many of his favorite targets, and we will play some of the highlights from that speech. And there were a lot of highlights. Uh, there, there was, there were some that I don't know if if gave me pause is the right description, but it made me think: Is that wise for the president to say? And it has to do with the press. And just how pro-American is the press? Uh, we'll get into that coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. Telephone number should you want to call in. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. You'll go there for on-demand listening to this program. Uh, if you want to, how shall we say, uh, listen on your schedule or... What do they call that? Binge listen. Binge listen to the program. Uh, those are good venues for you. L- catching the show live. Blaze.com slash radio. The Blaze Radio smartphone app. iHeartRadio app. On social media, we have a growing presence on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X on Facebook. Uh, an equally thriving presence. The Chris Salcedo Show there. That is the had to put the th in there so you find the right place chris salcedo show on facebook and over there on uh, the blaze.com blaze.com growing by leaps and bounds as well we have a channel very cool setup we have there at channels for all of the well all the folks who are who i would consider talent on this on this uh, radio network and then there's me I'm not sure what to make of me, but all those other very talented, very gifted folks that I have the pleasure of working with on a, on a day-to-day basis, providing you the best content possible here on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, as is our custom, we start off the program with the flip around where we see what the cable talk shows are talking about. We told you yesterday they're seeing increasing shares of audience as the broadcast media decides to eschew coverage of Donald Trump and the cable networks seem to be living off of it. Where should we start today? We haven't started with uh, MSNBS in a while. Let's see what's going on on that channel. Children and their grandchildren. Uh, so what do you think it says about us as a society when people are concerned about a president of the United States coming to their town? And I can appreciate that. In Reno, we get a lot of um, president candidates and we really are one a place where we get a lot of touchdowns so maybe we get more than uh the usual place but um it is an honor to have him come here yeah you know folks here's the chiron graphic the cg at the the, the lower third of the tv screen trump calls on nation to work together hours after going on the attack in phoenix going on the attack against whom against the biased press he didn't attack he didn't attack uh, the people of the United States at all. Now, he didn't name them by name, but the wayward senators of Arizona, 
the disgraceful John McCain and the man, Jeff Flake, who wrote a book slamming the president. What is he to do? John McCain, uh, in an effort to, to lash out at President Trump, screws the rest of us with Obamacare. And then Jeff Flake writes an entire book, tries to make money off of bashing the president. What is he to do? Play nice? I don't think so. Not this president. You get in his face, guess what? He's going to get back in yours. And a lot of us appreciate that because a lot of us are tired of taking it. The left does the very, the very same thing. Oh, they get to, to bash you and say all manner of things against you. But if you go back at them, oh, you're so mean. You're so hateful. You're so racist. Let's go over to Fox. Because I don't want to cause any controversy. Is that okay? All right. But Sheriff Joe can feel good. The people of Arizona know the deadly and heartbreaking consequences of illegal immigration. The lost lives, the drugs, the gangs, the cartels, the crisis of smuggling and trafficking. Is that what MSNBS meant about on the attack? President Trump was being was being mean to the illegal alien felons. President Trump was decrying the ravages of illegal immigration that they've had on this country. Was that, was that the divisive tone? We should be more united and embrace, embrace illegal activity in this country. Is, would that make us more unified, MSNBS? I'm just asking. Over to... Um, over to CNN. And I don't want them to get sidetracked no, to no, say no, no, that no, no. Uh, identity <laughs> politics are something that are bad. Point. They're not, not bad. Point. This is not a talking yeah. point. This is, this is I've heard it respect. already this week many okay, times. This is, okay, no one gave me any talking points. This is not a talking point. This is my reaction as someone who also grew up, grew up as a minority, as someone who also has dealt with hate in, throughout my life, mm-hmm. and, someone who, and someone who realizes that hate is bad no matter where it comes from. It doesn't matter what color it comes from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter ethnicity it comes from. Hate and violence and balkanization has to be rooted out. That's the root of it. And the truth is, I, every time I hear the president address that, I agree with that and I believe in that. Every time he says, no, this is bad, this is bad, this is okay, that's wrong. Another, this another, is bad, wrong. another tactic is to say this is a media talking point. So that doesn't excuse the more than 13 Republican senators who have came out against it, the business people. I suppose we're all in this media conspiracy. No, no, to download they, they, the president. It's, it's been very successful Listen, at, at hurting them politically. I think no question the about difference it. between the speeches I heard. One- yeah, they're talking, of course, about President Trump and his con- condemnation, universal condemnation of all hate that wasn't good enough for the never Trumpers, the Democrats. And that's who this individual, what's his name? Rich Benjamin, Searching for Watopia, I guess is his book. I probably gave him a little more plug than I should have. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, th- th- this is, this is these individuals on this panel, two are black, two are white. And one of them was a Jewish man. That's who you heard speaking. They want to say that somehow racism against black people is worse than racism against whites. Or racism against Latinos, or racism against, or or anti-Semitism, hate against Jews. And Donald Trump, I have said this from day one, struck the right tone when he condemned it all. But these people didn't want it all condemned. They wanted to excuse the hateful actions of Antifa. They wanted to excuse the racist and hateful actions of Black Lives Matter. This is perfect setup for our program today. 
Now, we had scheduled to appear our buddy Jack Buckby from the UK who predicted that Antifa was coming, that Antifa would be here and would be in our grills and in our faces uh, soon. And boy, was he right. He made the prediction right here on the Chris Salcedo Show. So we will examine the relatively new hate groups in our midst. Now, Antifa's not new. It's, it's old. Comes from Europe. But it's new to America. Black Lives Matter, a new hate group. Every bit as vile and contemptible as the KKK. Every bit as vile and contemptible as white supremacists or the Nazis. They are flip sides of the same hate-filled coin, ladies and gentlemen. And that has been the message the Chris Salcedo Show will continue to shout from the rooftops. And I don't care how many damn Republicans come out and say, oh, they should have condemned, should have condemned it, or just the way it's supremacist. Yes, we understand that you're ignoring hate to take a swipe at the president. We understand you folks out there who are like Mitt Romney and John McCain. We understand where you're coming from. Um, we'll get into that in the course of the program, folks. Kevin Jackson, our good buddy from the Black Sphere, will be on in the second hour, and we will talk about Black Lives Matter. But first, even though Jack Buckby won't be able to be here and give us the Antifa primer, we will do, we've done a little research ourselves, and we will bring Antifa to you so you can understand the fascists who pretend to be anti-fascists, who they are. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show, here on The Blaze. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, folks, welcome to it. The Chris Salcedo Show. And I, I don't want to oversell this as, as me being the authority in Antifa. Like many of you, I'm, I am learning as we go. And I, I just feel I'm a little ahead of the curve because of our interactions with our buddy Jack Buckby over in the UK. Antifa has been on the ground over there being leftist and, and anti-democratic and violent for many moons and he warned us they were coming now let me let me play for you who they are and i mentioned this video yesterday that was up on the blaze i think came out sunday or monday this is who antifa is ladies and gentlemen i worked in charlottesville i had all my friends in charlottesville i booked shows in charlottesville i know the woman who was hit and killed by Nazis. So today, when all of us, all of us scary anarchists who cover our faces because we don't want to get seen at work. <laughs> Let me just stop it right there. So here is this scary anarchist, her own words, covering her face because she doesn't want her job to know that she's an anti-American freak. It is Unless you're in the comic book, folks, uh, those who wear masks are rarely the good guys. As a matter of fact, I can't think of one outside of comic books or fantasy where mask wearers are the good guys. 
Now, maybe, well, let me let me take that back. I guess if you're in into anti-narco terrorist interdictions and you've got and you're a and you're an agent for the federal government and you don't want reprisals from these drug lords hitting your family, you cover your face. I suppose those guys can be considered good guys under masks, but they they operate with training and they go after bad guys. These Antifa folks go after you and your family and those with whom they politically disagree. Now, this anti-fascist person hit on a very important point here. She's actually a fascist. She resents the fact that we're trying to inform the people about who she is. She wants to keep her identity secret because if her job found out that she was some sort of violent left-wing extremist kook who hates this country, she might not have a job. Well, how convicted can they truly be? What they want is the is the grace of anonymity so they can undermine the country until they take over, then it won't matter what her boss thinks. Because her boss will be, you know, his business will be nationalized, and she being one of the good foot soldiers for the, the leftists will have her job. Guaranteed by the government, right? I mean, I guess it's the thought process these folks go through. But this Antifa fascist, again, many are going to go, doesn't Antifa stand for anti-fascist? Yes, it does. But their actions dictate that they are fascists. They claim to be anti-fascists, but indeed are fascists. It's like me uh, jumping out and saying, hey, I'm a center for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. And then you guys look at me, all five foot eight of me, and say, well, uh, don't think that's true. Well, these people claiming to be anti-fascists, you can tell by their actions who they are. Or we don't want idiots like you that record our faces to expose who we are because we fight f***ing Nazis. We punch them, we hurt them, we prevent them from having a platform. You failed us. All of you who stood by when we were like, please, please follow us. So there she is revealing that Antifa kicks the crap out of people with whom they politically disagree. Now, some of you might be saying, well, you know, kicking the crap out of Nazis, that's, that's pretty good. But what if you're just a person who says, hey, I don't think it's a good idea to tear down an historical monument. You're a Nazi! And then they, that gives them permission to kick the crap out of you. But I'm not a Nazi. I don't care. You didn't agree with me. Now kick the crap out of you. Boom, boom, boom. What about reporters? They got clubbed by, you know, the majority of the folks who got arrested in Charlottesville were Antifa. Do you guys know that? These folks who were beating cops, beating reporters, because they're, they're so gentle and docile. These, these are McCain's people. These are Mitt Romney's people. These are the people that those Republicans and the, the idiot on CNN said, uh, these other Republicans, that th these are the people that they said, oh, weren't as bad as white supremacists. Oh, I disagree. They are just as hateful and just as bad and just as irrational as white supremacists. Notice I didn't say more so. 
because their political leanings don't make a tinker's damn bit of difference to me. Hate is hate. Using violence to silence those with whom you disagree is wrong, and I don't give a damn who's doing it. White supremacists or Antifa? I have the intellectual honesty to tell you that. Folks like John McCain don't. Folks like John McCain are too busy taking gratuitous swipes at the president. Folks like Mitt Romney don't. They're too busy taking gratuitous swipes at the president. Yes, Kelly, uh, one of our, 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 our main writer at dot com reminds us of Batman. I said that the, the masked figures outside of the comics. Okay. <laughs> yes. Batman is my favorite. I know. And he is masked. And that is the only good guy that I know of. Save, you know, the, the narco guys that I mentioned earlier, those in, in government SWAT operations or undercover operations. But anyway, back to our fascist. The Nazis are that way. The Nazis are that way. F*** your f***ing constitution. We are here to fight Nazis. Blank your blanking constitution, says John McCain's Antifa. Says Mitt Romney's Antifa. The folks who aren't as bad. Not equivalent to white supremacists. Or Nazis. Said John McCain. Several other weak need. Morally deficient Republicans. And by the way universally. All Democrats. Refuse to condemn. This hate. This violence. And next hour, we'll talk about the hate, the violence, and the bigotry of another racist group. Black Lies Matter. So, Fox News, almost right on cue, they must have known that Jack Buckby was going to have a scheduling conflict and wouldn't be able to make the show today because James Rosen, God bless him, decides to do an expose on who Antifa is just yesterday. So, I'll start it. I won't get all the way through it. But I'll start it. Here is James Rosen, Fox News. It's uh, Pepe's become kind of a symbol. When white nationalist Richard Spencer, credited with having coined the term alt-right, was sucker-punched by a masked anti-fascist activist on Inauguration Day in Washington, a writer at The Nation magazine marveled at the kinetic beauty of the assault. Six months earlier, anti-fascist activists, known by the collective name Antifa, had confronted white supremacists at an event outside the California state capitol. Ten stabbings were reported. Antifa also claimed a role in the unrest at Berkeley when far-right commentator Milo Yiannopoulos was disinvited from speaking there and these individuals also it is suspected were part of the burning and the raising of uh, ferguson and the burning and the raising of baltimore and all the other various riots that we have seen in the wake of left-wingers being butthurt not only over an election but over age-old decades-old grievances centuries-old grievances. More from Fox on our friends in Antifa. Up next, Chris Salcedo Show. You're on The Blaze. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on The Blaze Radio Network.
93.3, The Chris Salcedo Show. Welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. As the lady said, you heard her. If you want to uh, to dial in at 888-900-3393, that's the number, 888-900-3393, uh, on social media at Chris Salcedo TX, at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X. Now, look, all you guys on Twitter now, I, look, I, I didn't mention the girls' looks on purpose because I didn't, I didn't want where you all were going. <laughs> Has, look, she's ugly inside. She's ugly inside. She could be the most ravenous, raving beauty that there was and hold those positions, those hate-filled positions. She's ugly. No matter what she looks like on the exterior, she's ugly because she's anti-freedom. She's anti-liberty. She's anti-U.S. Constitution. She's anti-chains-on-government abuse of the people. So no matter no matter what her actual looks are, it's immaterial. It's immaterial. Her spirit, her heart is incredibly ugly. And we should teach our children that's not what you do. Trump rally leaves media fearing for safety. <laughs> that is it. Daily Caller wrote that one that's uh that's a thing of beauty there uh it's I, i'm not even gonna touch that I'll just, I'll just it's kind of it's it's laughable that they're the reason why they're fearing for their safety is because you have a president now who's calling out their bias this is our biggest complaint with george w bush the unfair treatment he got he never stood up for himself. Never stood up for himself. And he he viewed it as respecting the office. Well, you know what? It is not the job of the office of president to have a institution protected by the First Amendment savage him and tell lies, uh, uh, Dan rather, lies about him. He has the right to defend himself. And this president does. And I don't think it's unpresidential to do so. Uh, back to our our pals in Antifa. Uh, Fox News, James Rosen uh, doing the reporting on this on Fox last night. Listen up. But their most memorable turn on the national stage to date was last week's deadly confrontation in Charlottesville, Virginia. They used violence. And just because they're opposed to fascism and to some of these monuments shouldn't make them heroes of the liberals. I'm a liberal, and I think it's the obligation of liberals to speak out against the hard left radicals. That's uh, Alan Dershowitz. He is a Jewish man, and he's a lifelong Democrat. He, By the way, did you guys hear Joy Reid of MSNBS attacking this Jewish man? Uh, one of my uh, left-wing followers attacked... Mark Levin, talk show host. Mark is also a Jew. And I'm struck by this, why members of the left feel free to attack your liberty-loving Latino, to attack uh, Jews openly. And if we were like them, we would classify such attacks as being uh, 
racist against Hispanics if it was an attack against me. Or we would classify it as anti-Semitic attacks on, on Levin or Dershowitz. But we're not the left. We don't even go there. We, we debate the substance that's at play. But I, but I am struck that if we were to behave like our political opposition, we would be within our rights to say, oh, Joy Reid is just a Jew hater. And my uh, liberal friend who attacked Mark Levin on Twitter, just a Jew hater. Or folks who attack me, you're a liberty-loving Latino. Uh, you, just, you just hate Hispanics. And, of course, they would be all up in arms over that, over that reality that that is precisely what they do in their day-to-day lives to stop criticism of their policies many of these leftists of color or of Jewish descent. And if you oppose me, oh, you just must hate black people or Hispanic people or Jewish people. You just must hate, 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 hate. That's the reason why you oppose left-wing extremism. Well, no, not really. I just don't like left-wing extremism. I find it vacuous. I find it devoid of logic. I find it empowering to a select few and doesn't empower the people to do for themselves. Doesn't empower rights and liberties to the people. That's why I oppose it. So, yeah. And, and by the way, the, the new trend, ladies and gentlemen, is if, if, if you don't agree with taking down Confederate war memorials or historical monuments, then you are a racist. Isn't, this, isn't that fun? And then, if, and then if you're branded a racist by the likes of Antifa, they get to beat the crap out of you because they say so. So, you know, that, t- that type of subjective analysis is what we in America have rejected. Well, just because you say I'm something doesn't mean I am, number one. And number two, doesn't give you the right to kick the garbage out of me. But these Antifa folks, they're trying to change the norm. Well, it's okay to beat up people if, if they're bad. Well, define bad. Well, this guy's a Nazi. Why? Because he disagrees with you? This guy's a racist against Hispanics. Why? Because he doesn't believe in illegal immigration? Why? Because he, he doesn't believe that illegal alien felons should be released out on the streets to, to harm Americans? Is that why he's racist against Hispanics? Some would call him law-abiding. This thought process, folks, is what, is what we have to smack these liberals upside the head with. At the end of the day, folks, Antifa are just liberals. And you can hear Alan Dershowitz doesn't want anything to do with them. He doesn't want it. But he, you know what? Not exactly right wing central. Noam Chomsky. He, uh, he jumps on with the Washington Examiner. Says the left wing Antifa movement is rising in prominence after clashing with white supremacists in Charlottesville. But one progressive scholar says the anti-fascists feed the fire they seek to extinguish. And I, folks, I don't believe that for a second. Stephen Nelson, you ought, to, you ought to reevaluate this. These anti-fascists, they say they want to quench the fire, but, they want, but they're lighting it. They are lighting it. They, the, the white supremacists may be the gasoline, but Antifa wants to light it. They want to light it up. As for Antifa, it's a minuscule fringe of the left. 
just as its predecessors were, says Noam Chomsky, folks. He told that to the, the, the Washington Examiner. It's a major gift to the right. And what he's talking about is what I'm doing today. I'm identifying them as members of the liberal class, of the Democrat Party. This violence, this hatred, this vehemence against those with whom they politically disagree, that is your modern-day Democrat Party. Elizabeth Warren, Barack Obama's Democrat Party. Bernie Sanders, Democrat Party. Since 9-11 and excluding the Pulse nightclub attack that killed 49 people last year, committed by Omar Mateen, an American supporter of Islamic Jihad, the majority of fatalities in America caused by extremist violence have been attributable to far-right hate groups like the Ku Klux Klan, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists. Which I find hard to believe, but I guess, I guess James did his research, and those right-wing extreme, no, they're not right-wing, sorry, there's nothing... Conservatism doesn't even factor in race, folks. Conservatism doesn't even look at race. So these white supremacists, these white extremists who uh, think that whites are are somehow endowed with uh, superiority, those types of people have been on the rise in the wake of President Obama. And we already explained this in the wake of uh, President Obama's uh, social justice, which was injustice for all except for those of color and those of liberal color. If you were a conservative and you're a person of color, <laughs> Obama didn't care much for you. Yet those tracking such incidents note with alarm the rise in violence by Antifa and other far-left groups who aim not merely to counter the alt-right, but to deny its members the rights of free speech and assembly. We are seeing white nationalists being much more prominent in their public demonstrations, and it's now spilled over the fire lines across the ideological spectrum. The original anti-fascist protesters were those who confronted the Third Reich in Germany, as well as fascist governments taking hold in Italy and Spain. And the tactics are a little bit different, but they're rooted in that idea of coming up to near-violent or very aggressive right-wing groups and confronting them in the streets using tactics similar to what they use. There are no hard figures, really can be no hard figures, as to how many people count themselves members of Antifa. Using Twitter, Facebook, and selected phone numbers, we tried to contact a handful of individuals believed to be linked to the movement, but our queries were not returned. And that's not surprising. As you heard from our Antifa fascist, they don't want to be identified. They, they want to get out there and kick the crap out of people under the cloak of anonymity. So they don't lose their jobs. They want to be hate filled and they believe so much in their cause. They do it behind masks. There is a petition that is up on the at at the White House. As of two days ago, it had one hundred and fifty thousand signatures. I'm sure it's way beyond that. Now, even even President Trump mentioned Antifa last night in Arizona. We'll get you some of those sound bites and coming up next hour. Our buddy Kevin Jackson from the Black Sphere will be on. We started something here on the Chris Salcedo show that he will help us finish because some folks pointed something out to me. I'm only one of the major minority groups in this in this country. Remember, I gave you all all you white folks out there who have never been a racist and uh, may have had ancestors two or three hundred years ago that were racist. But you never have been how I gave you absolution yesterday. Well, um, 
I was, it pointed out to me that I could only give half because I needed somebody else from the black community to do so as well. Well, we're a full service show here. We'll do that next hour. The Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. The next generation of talk radio. The Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network. Is on the Blaze Radio Network. By the way, I'm just curious. Do the people in this room like Sheriff Joe? Well, these applause went on for a couple minutes. Let me just skip ahead a little bit. And they're still going on. Let me skip ahead again. And they're still going on. Yeah. Was Sheriff Joe convicted for doing his job? That's what. And uh, there they go again. (laughs) Yeah. He should have had a jury, but you know what? I'll make a prediction. I think he's going to be just fine, okay? I won't do it tonight because I don't want to cause any controversy. Is that okay? All right. Uh, beautiful. But Sheriff Joe can feel good. So it looks like a pardon is in the offing. And, a lot, you know, of course, a lot of uh, left-wing Latinos, loudmouth leftist Latinos out there are very uh, upset that a man who was trying to keep them from illegally entering the country and tried to disincentivize illegal aliens from coming into the country uh, would be uh, freed uh, from charges. Many believe uh, a left wing. I think it was an Obama appointee who held him in contempt. Uh, so on Antifa, uh, as we wrap up this hour, and I know I got calls to get to, I'll, I'll get to the calls top of next hour, but th- I think we can classify Antifa for, for what they are. Uh, these are individuals who hate the American democracy, who hate our Constitution. You heard from the one anti-fascist who is a fascist. Blank your Constitution. They want to destroy it, folks. They want to destroy what America is because it stood in their way of totalitarianism. That's who they are. And why do they do what they do? Knowing that they, they think that they're going to be part of the new avant-garde. The new aesthetic. Uh, I think we can summarize, because I mentioned Batman earlier in the, in the hour. We can summarize what these individuals want to do. I think this was uh, from the second Batman. It was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical like money. They can't be bull- bullied, reasoned. Or bargained with. Some men just like to watch the world burn. And that's Antifa. 
That's Antifa. They come here to disrupt. Blank your constitution, blank your rights. And if you disagree with our violence, we'll kick the crap out of you too. Uh, John McCain and Mitt Romney's more virtuous folks on full display. We'll deal with another hate group next hour. Black Lies Matter. Coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. Be right back. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. I don't have to show you any stinking bitches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome everybody. Hour two of the Chris Salcedo Show. We will start off with calls coming up. My good buddy, Kevin Jackson from the Black Sphere. Uh, star of talk radio and of television over on Fox. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the number. And let's get out to Massachusetts. Hello, Scott. What's going on, man? What's up, Chris? Good afternoon, sir. What's happening with you? I mean, a million things. Uh, there's so many things to talk about, but I, I know I'm only granted a few minutes. So I'm going to start with Robert. Forgive me if you talked about it. I did miss the first half an hour of the show. Mm-hmm. But Robert Lee. Are you familiar with this? I'll, I'll let the audience know what's going on here. He's an employee at ESPN and was yep. removed from the air. Why? Because, uh, <laughs> Chris, this is unbelievable. It's tough to say with a straight face. They removed him from the air because his name is the same as General Robert Lee's, and ESPN and the idiots who run that company are afraid that they may offend their audience. Now, Chris, this to me. Now, hold on. Let's 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 get the facts out there. He was not removed from the air. He was moved to another game. He was moved to another game that was not in Virginia. And ESPN issued a statement, folks. And and Scott's absolutely right. This is this is this is how insane this whole thing has has become. ESPN says uh, we collectively made a decision with Robert to switch games as the tragic events in Charlottesville were unfolding simply because of the coincidence of his name. In that moment, it felt right to all parties. It's a shame that this is even a topic of conversation. Yeah, it's really a shame that we got to be talking about how much boneheads you guys really are. This is insane. You know what? Sheila Jackson Lee is a congresswoman from Houston. Sheila Jackson Lee has two Confederate generals in her name, Jackson and uh, Sheila. So I think we, we ought to throw her rear end out of Congress because she shared. Oh, by the way, here's here's the kicker, folks. This Robert Lee guy is Asian. He's Asian. And and, and uh, th- th- you're right. It's insane. Go ahead. Get, get, uh, continue on. I didn't mean to interrupt, but this you're right. I, I did have this story and I was going to talk about it with Kevin, but uh, go ahead. Sure. Well, it's a nice segue. And please don't ever apologize for interrupting me, Chris. I enjoy listening to you speak than I do speaking. And I do love speaking. So uh, it's literally insanity. I'm 41 years old, Chris. I have been a conservative. I don't even identify as a conservative. I I, I politically self-identify as common sense. If you want to put a D and R next to my name, a liberal, a conservative, I'm a common sense conservative since I was 17 years old. So going on what, 14 years? I can't do math. But this literally, 
may be the best illustration on the insanity of liberalism. It is insane. I could argue both sides of almost any topic. I'll play devil's advocate with my friends. We're out having a beer or whatever. I couldn't even argue the, the other side on this. I, I challenge anyone to even play. I'll challenge you to play devil's advocate on how this is normal. Are you kidding me? The guy's name is Robert Lee. And as you just said, is it, Lee is a very common Asian name. And they're moving. The fact that he's, they're moving him from a game or, or firing him is irrelevant. The fact that it's an issue is ridiculous. Well, the, this- the, the, what, what ESPN fears is that Antifa will show up to their doorstep and that Black Lives Matter will show up to their doorstep and start kicking the garbage out of them for daring to put a man with the name Robert Lee on the air. Because it's, it's you know, we're, we're removing Confederate inanimate objects, Confederate statues and memorials and in uh, historical monuments in the name of of kowtowing to liberal extremists. So I'm, I'm sure the folks over to ESPN just feared for their safety. Chris, I would love to know who made the final call at ESPN. And you can bet your bottom dollar he's a blazing liberal. It, r- r- beyond ridiculous. Well, the whole thing, the I, whole thing channel is, 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 is populated with liberal extremists. That's why I don't watch anymore. Chris, as the founding fathers framed in the constitution, uh, or as every president, when they take the oath of office, hand on the Bible, promise to protect this country of all enemies, foreign and domestic. And liberalism, in my opinion, are domestic enemies of the Constitution. Now, I could shift gears to another topic if I'm here for the time, but I know you've got a million people want to talk to you. Well, I actually, well, I got a couple other things. What else did you want to talk about? <clears throat> okay, it appears Hillary again. I, I just find it laughable. But notice, I have I, I like giggle when I talk because it's just so crazy. The world is crazy, Chris. I'm mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder: is it me, or am I? Maybe I'm the lunatic. I don't you're know. mentioning but you're I, mentioning a name I'm not familiar with. Uh, who are you talking about? No, I said it, it appears Hillary Clinton is considering running in 2020. Hillary, who? Are you ready? For, yeah, right. No, Hillary. Kidding. Hillary, who? I I mean, I'm sorry. What isn't she the two-time Democrat <laughs> loser? Uh, uh, yeah, I think that that's right. Is she is she actually contemplating running in 2020? Oh, I hope so. Me too. Me too. I don't think she'll get out of the Democratic primary. But as my, I was out talking to my buddy earlier, and he made a funny quote. I said, if I get on Chris's show later, I'll have to bring it up. And I, and I won't take credit for it. It's his line. He goes, Hillary's considering running again. He goes, geez. He goes, the Clintons. He, <laughs> he goes, they're like herpes. You just can't get rid of them. Like, <laughs> at, what point, at what point do they just go away? It's you like keep it. Hillary, you keep the Clintons forever, like lug, like like luggage. I mean, that that's how you. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Hey, buddy, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. That's um, Hillary is running again. That that would be the that would be manna from heaven for this conservative. Uh, you know what would be manna from heaven for me is if I get rid of my allergies, but because I can't, uh, well, I have to prevent the allergies from getting into my home. And the way I do that is, is I have a good HVAC system, but sometimes, and many of you know this, the, the HVAC system is, AC system is only as good as the filters you put in it. And I have, and if I don't change out those filters on a regular basis, I and my kids, we start feeling crummy, but I have found filterby.com. Now I can set it and forget it. Filterby.com, they have this thing called automatic delivery and I never have to worry about remembering because the filters just show up right there on my doorstep. 
uh, when I sign up for auto delivery. And by the way, when you do it, you'll get a discount when you sign up for auto delivery. Filterby.com, heading out to the box stores. That's a thing of the past, folks. No looking for your magic number on a messy store shelf. No reading reviews online and trying to figure out the difference between Merv and NPR. At filterby.com, they show you the filter for your house, your exact needs, however many you need, and they'll ship it to you within 24 hours, and the shipping is free. For you business owners out there, I know you guys have to, well, you guys have got to do a lot of... uh, a filter swapping out every single time you change out these filters. Well, at filterby.com, they will help you eliminate the need for all that storage space to store your filters because all you got to do is just tell them the exact number you need and they'll deliver to your doorstep and you swap them out and you throw the old ones away and you're done. When was the last time you changed your HVAC filters? Experts suggest doing it every two to three months. So go to filterby.com, get any size, no matter how weird or outdated your system is, at the best price, shipped to your home for free within 24 hours, made in the USA. It's a no-brainer to go with FilterBuy.com. Coming up next, my buddy Kevin Jackson from the Black Sphere on the Chris Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. He is quickly becoming the left's favorite pinata. <laughs> Only problem is, this pinata hits back. Chris Salcedo. Oh. On the Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show. Well, that there is uh, one of your uh, typical Black Lives Matter uh, protests uh, where thousands of Black Lives Matter folks hit the streets in recent years calling for the death of police officers. Here is another example of a fine, upstanding member of the hate group Black Lives Matter. To me, what the Houston, Texas brutal execution before the public represents to me is this open season on killing whites and white police officers and probably killing cops, period. It's open season. Uh, That was, of course, one of the leaders, King Noble. Uh, doesn't live up to his well, either one of his names, first or last. But that is our, that's our political adversary. And a hate group, every, every bit as vile as the KKK. By the way, before I go on, did you guys, did you see that story of that, that, that what are the, I mean, it could have been Antifa, could have been Black Lives Matter. I think, I think he was a white guy. Yeah, it was a white guy, probably Antifa. He kicked a tear gas canister back at police officers (laughs) at last night at Trump's rally in Arizona. And uh, he got nailed in the groin with uh, what what many speculated were rubber bullets. (laughs) Uh, Poetic justice, I suppose. Uh, that's that's what he and his groups have been doing to the country collectively for the last eight years. I mean, why not? 
Anywho, back to Black Lives Matter. The Blaze writes about, uh, I think it's Dave. Yeah, Dave Urbanski writes about a Black Lives Matter leader who's making demands of white people. So all you white folk out there, I want you all to listen up. This is what this, uh, this hate group, this racist hate group, who John McCain thinks isn't as bad as the KKK, who Mitt Romney thinks isn't as bad as neo-Nazis. This is what they're demanding. In the wake of violent demonstrations in Charlottesville, Virginia, over a Confederate monument, an organizer for the Louisville chapter of Black Lives Matter penned an article last week laying out 10 requests for white people. Well, not requests, demands. Chanel Helm got off to a rousing start in her piece for Leo Weekly by telling white folk with no descendants to will your property to a black or brown family, preferably one that lives in generational poverty. Not to leave any stone unturned, Helm added that uh, whites who inherit property they intend to sell should instead give it to a black or brown family. You're bound to make that money in some other white privileged way, she said. It gets better, folks. Helm said white people who can afford to downsize should give up their home, the one you own, to a black or brown family, preferably a family from generational poverty. Then she got specific with white people's wills, saying that if any of the people intend to leave your property to a racist a-hole, change the will and will your property to a black or brown family, preferably a family from generational poverty. You guys hear the, uh, the trend here. There's more to this. She encouraged white people, especially you white women out there, to get a racist fired. You are complicit when you ignore them. Get your boss fired because they they racist too. <laughs> Any old white boss out there, folks. They're all they're all racist because they're the boss. See. <laughs> this is John McCain's Black Lives Matter. This is Mitt Romney's Black Lives Matter. The one though the groups, the hate group that they said weren't as were not as bad as the hate groups that were not as bad as the KKK or the neo-Nazis. Now, let me pivot back to her contention that it's up to you white folk to just give your stuff away to black or brown people. How do I put this as diplomatically as I can? This woman is full of crap. Chanel Helm... I'm a brown man, and I will make my own way. Thank you. I don't need charity or uh, gifting from whites to make my own way. I will teach my children to work hard, and here's a concept you might want to learn, Chanel Helm. Earn what they get. Commensurate with their hard work. Chanel Helm. And I will teach them the way I was taught. 
to not let your skin color be an excuse for failure. I will teach them that their direct level of success will be commensurate with the amount of effort they put forward toward that success. So study hard, become intelligent, and don't let some idiot from Black Lives Matter tell them the only way they're going to get ahead is if some white person gives them a house. You must be out your ever-loving mind, Chanel Helm. This person of color rejects that view. I couldn't believe it. These are the folks who John McCain and Mitt Romney find to be more meritorious than the KKK and the neo-Nazis and the skinheads. Let me tell you, that's a whole heap and dung pile of ignorance right there. Chanel Helm of the Louisville Black Lies Matter group. Speaking of disgraces, uh, disgraced liar, the former director of national intelligence, James Clapper, he jumped on CNN, of course it was CNN, to uh, bash the president. Are you questioning his fitness? Yes, I do. I, I, I really question uh, his uh, ability to, uh, his fitness to be in this office. And I also uh, am beginning to wonder uh, about uh, his, his motivation for it. Maybe, maybe he is looking for a way out. <laughs> I watched the speech last night. Didn't sound like he was looking a way out for me. Our buddy Tony Schaefer, who was on the program earlier this week, had a response for DNI Clapper. Apparently, Tony has had uh, interactions with Mr. Clapper before. Here is uh, his honest evaluation. Uh, well, apparently, Jim Clapper's now a PhD in, in, in analyzing people remotely. Uh, look, I'll be blunt about it. Jim Clapper's an idiot. I, <laughs> I've briefed that man several times. And when you when I briefed him on very complex operations, you can see this vacant look. He just doesn't get stuff. So what he's done now, Brian, and this happened during the time he was director of national intelligence, he's become a political bot. Yeah. Uh, the reason why this guy is given airtime is because he's a former Obamaite who allowed Barack Obama to get away with all manner of troubling things and uh, doesn't like the idea of his former boss, all of his terrible work being undone. So in, in DNI Clapper, we know how much of a, a filthy, stinking, rotten liar he is. And I think Tony Shaver is going to bring that up, but. I just wanted to put an exclamation point on it. He actually just parrots what he's told. And in this case, I think he's starting to roll out the new anti-Trump line that he's not fit to serve. Oh, my goodness, I have concerns. This is what the left has become all about. It's not about facts. It's about, oh, I, I think this may be this. I feel this way about it. And Clapper is, is a complete poster child for that methodology. Yeah, and little Brian Stetler over at CNN has undertaken this as well. I'll probably get, I'll probably revisit this tomorrow. 
in greater detail. But uh, here's Tony Schaefer reminding us of the the integrity of James Clapper. I know for a fact and I've turned a name over. Uh, one of his deputies was one of the leakers, according to my information. That information was turned over to the appropriate authorities. And yes, he directed it from my information. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens regarding the investigation. But that was action. With that said, he personally, Brian, has lied twice under oath to the American people. So how does anybody consider this man credible at this point in time? I agree. He's he's a stinking rotten liar. So only CNN believes guys like James Clapper. <laughs> Kevin Jackson, my good buddy, is up next. The Chris Salcedo Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. Stick with me, folks. I'll be right back. The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Uh, if you're on hold, stick with me. We'll get to your calls here in a minute. But I want to bring on a good friend of the program and one of the most talented talk show hosts, and and increasingly becoming a TV star as well. Kevin Jackson, syndicated radio talk show host, Fox News contributor, best-selling author. His latest book is called Race Pimping. Sir, welcome back to the Salcedo Show. Hey, Chris. Good to be with you, man. All right. I wanted to talk to you yesterday. I, I stirred a little controversy using my so-called minority status to, to give absolution to all the folks out there who were, who were white, who were never Nazis, who were never white supremacists, uh, excusing them for all the past sins that happened a, a couple of hundred years ago. And I, it was pointed out to me by some tongue in cheek listeners that. I was only half of the minority picture. (laughs) I'm only, I'm only, I'm only a Latino. So I needed to have you on to finish the dispensation. And you, little unknown to me, you already have a program designed just to do that, right? We do. Yeah. We have this uh, thing called, um, uh, it, um, certificate of forgiveness. (laughs) And I tell the, I tell all my listeners to write to me. And we will issue, you know, they have to pay for it because, you know, we can't give white people stuff for free. Um, (laughs) And we will issue them a certificate of forgiveness and it's on parchment paper. And because I've been authenticated uh, black by the uh, atomic weights and measures of the United States government, (laughs) I can issue these certificates and they're they're on parchment paper. It's beautifully done. And you've been absolved. We absolve you, your your posterity. Everybody gets absolved in your family. Uh, your immediate family, we can't extend it, but we extend, you know, we, it's you and your, your kids and stuff from now and forevermore. And we charge nine ninety five. dollars People probably think I'm joking, but I'm not. Send it to the black sphere at gmail.com and we will get you one of these and then send them to your buddies as gag gifts, but they're, they're legit. You no longer have to kowtow to the racism and all the other things that you get called. So it's funny you would, we were talking about this and and, uh, you know, because the, the Latinos have the same issue uh, to a yeah. smaller degree than blacks. And it's ridiculous, Chris, because we, we live in a nation where uh, you probably saw this story where this guy named Mike Lee, an Asian guy, can't yes. do the University of Virginia play by play because <laughs> his name is too close to Robert E. You know, Robert E. Lee, I think his name is Robert Lee. Robert Lee. Yeah, right? he's, he's Asian guy. 
Yeah, and that's the real irony is that ESPN is preemptively doing its own trigger warning to itself to say, hey, look, uh, this the snowflakes might not be able to handle an Asian dude with yeah. the name Robert Lee. That's well, how crazy the world has become. Will you join me? Will you join me in also calling for Sheila Jackson Lee, who is a congresswoman from Houston? Will you join me in asking her to step down because she has the last name of a Confederate general and that and, and we can't have that in Congress? It's worse than that. She's got the name of Stonewall Jackson, <laughs> Jackson and Andrew Jackson, oh, too. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah, oh. I mean, I, in fact, Chris, I almost didn't call the show. I needed to get, you know, a, a, get some sort of a, a ruling from the NAACP because keep in mind, my last name is Jackson. <laughs> Jackson, that's and I true. Was named, yeah, I was named after Andrew Jackson. So I was like, is this okay, guys? Because I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't want the audience to be too afraid here. Yeah, I'm glad you checked in with the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Progressive Colored People. Uh, Kevin Jackson <laughs> is uh, is my guest right now, folks. Syndicated talk show host, and as you can see, we are lampooning the left because, well, they so richly deserve it. Let me ask you to give me your honest evaluation about this, what, what I've classified a racist hate group, Black Lives Matter. How do you see it? They, they are. They, I call them terrorists. Uh, and, and anybody that, uh, number one, it just it puts themselves out of the, the mainstream of all lives and tries to make some special dispensation because you're black, pretending that blacks are more oppressed. I have argued this on Fox and, and on multiple radio stations, you know, for the better part of two years since this group founded was founded and said, look, the, the idea of blacks being oppressed by police is ridiculous. More white people are killed every year. The most uh, killed per capita are the uh, believe it or not, the American Indian is killed more per capita than blacks. And the blacks that are killed are generally killed because they've been doing a bunch of bad stuff. And, and so we, we act as if there's no crime in black neighborhoods. Cops just go out hunting, you know, like blacks are Amish. And, and the cops just go <laughs> shoot these poor black Amish people, right, for no reason. It's uh-huh. ridiculous. These, we, have, we are in crime-infested neighborhoods of our own creation, and, the, and it's leftism that's done it, these so-called progressives that have done it. We self-segregate. We watch only BET. We listen to hip hop and rap. We listen to Tom Joyner to give us our news. And we become black people just are fl- flatly the most racist people in America. I call them ethnocentric racist. Everything is seen through the prism of blackness. Yeah, I, I got to get you to react to this story. Here's one that you probably don't know about it. This uh, this Black Lives Matter leader in Louisville uh, is calling on Chanel? white people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chanel, Chanel Helm. Chanel, Chanel Helm, Helm. She, she has said that she wants white people to basically, when they die or they have, uh, if they want to downsize their homes, to give it to a black or brown family. I, I gave my reaction to this earlier. I want to hear yours. I gave my reaction. I gave them my PayPal number. <laughs> if you're going to give something away, why are you giving it to Chanel? Give it to right. me. You right. know, it, look, the, the, the reaction is, Chris, this is silly, right? Uh, if you look, if you read her little treatise there, there's nothing in there about her earning anything. It's yep. all victimhood. If you're, if you're white, by def- I mean, think about the notion of this. I mean, I don't know if you have kids, but imagine being a Hispanic man standing at a, in a paternity you know, center with, your, another, with a white man, and, you, and there's a, your baby, a little Hispanic brown baby, and a white baby. Would you say to the white, ba- white man, hey, listen, um, I see you have this really pretty little white baby. I'll trade you my brown lesser baby for your baby because you, by virtue of the skin color of your baby, it's better. You know, if I get your baby, 
said no brown or black man ever. When I saw my kids, I was excited. I thought, wow, what an opportunity. I was overjoyed as a father, not as a black father, as a father. And I said what I said on this was, you know what? I'll teach my kids to work hard for what they get. I don't need charity from from anybody, regardless of their skin color. I'll teach them to work hard and to earn what they get. And I think you, you touched course. on that as well. Yeah. Of hey, course. I want to look. I'll, Go ahead. No, I just I just want to finish up with this. The, the, if you read this, the, the most disturbing part of what she talked about was how to get white people fired. And, and it yeah. was malicious. It didn't have anything to do with if they allude to something, if they didn't say toe the line with the, what they what she wanted as a narrative, she wanted them fired. That, that was disturbing. It was. It was. Uh, Kevin Jackson, syndicated radio talk show host, Fox News contributor, our guest right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show. What is your take on the Confederate statues around the country? What, what, because we've got the Dallas mayor over here without a vote is declaring that the statues in Dallas are coming down. Uh, there seems to be governments caving all over the country to this. What do you think? I, I, you know what? There's going to be at some point the uh, uh, Confederate statue in my yard. I'm going to get one of them and put it in my yard. I think <laughs> this is so ridiculous. You, you look, it is. It, first of all, these statues are a testament to to the to the Confederacy getting its butt kicked, and for the right reasons. It was because they thought of black people and others as chattel, as slaves, and they were okay with that. And they got their butts kicked over it. But it, it, so that's what these statues represent. They don't represent winners. Now that being said, it was brother against brother. Why are we disregarding our past just because? You know, the, it, it happens that the, the Confederacy still wanted to honor the people that fought for them. I don't have a problem with that. I don't see it as racist. I don't see it as a, if, it, if it was any a, a blight on anybody, I think it would be a blight on the South that they lost. But I say honor these men. Robert E. Lee gave away his slaves before the end of the Civil War and became an abolitionist afterwards. He, he helped blacks afterwards. These were men who fought because they were told to fight. It's the same thing with the Vietnam War. You send guys over there, they come back, these young men were getting spat on and things like this. For what? Because LBJ and Nixon and these guys wanted to fight a war, you know, that they knew nothing about. You you don't mistreat everybody because of a war, and particularly when it's a war, brother to brother. We should be trying to embrace each other and figure things out. But no, yeah. they want black people to feel weak, Chris. And that's the sad part. When, when you talk, we talk about these issues of, in the minority community, they want us to feel weak over these things. And, and to me, that's, it's so demoralizing, and it's, it's created the, the uh, Chanel Helms of the world. Yeah, and I can hardly wait till those LBJ libraries start coming down, the Robert KKK Mm -hmm. Bird library start coming down. That'd be nice. Uh, Folks, just because uh, we all know that uh, so-called minorities can talk about other issues other than racial issues, I wanted to get your take, Kevin, if I could, before (laughs) before we get out of here on on Mitch McConnell, uh, who hit the New York Times saying that President Trump, he, he doubts President Trump's presidency can be salvaged what what do you think about that i saw that and i I thought to myself you know that just again it shows you how out of touch the gop is he's talking about salvaging the presidency mitch mcconnell better be lucky he'll be lucky to salvage his senate leadership and the republicans are going to be lucky to salvage the brand unless they start paying attention to donald trump they think this is a passing fad chris they yeah. think that we've all lost our minds and they're right. And because we've never had representatives, true representatives, I mean, with the exception of maybe Mike Lee, Tra- uh, Trey Gowdy uh, and, Ted, and uh, Cruz. Um, Ted Cruz and a few others, we 
really don't have a lot of representatives. I'm talking about pure, true conservative and Republicans. So these guys are used to, to watching things ebb and flow. They're like the, you know, they, they, they know, oh, he's only temporary. He's a president. He's not going to be able to really make this stick. They also bought into Obama, even though Obama got his butt kicked. Mitch McConnell and those guys, after having defeated this guy, with, with us defeating him, the Tea Party movement, things like this, they still believe that leftist mentality is what's going to rule the day. We have put a, I'm talking about, we put a stop to this and they haven't realized it yet. But trust me, in six months, you're going to watch a huge turn. And in fact, it kind of turned on this uh, Chappelle and the doll. They're about to kick her out of Missouri. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's based on, I think this is based on a, a movement, Chris, of people saying enough is enough. We're done with you leftists, especially you racist ones that have been using people to get ahead. And I think that's the, the signs are all over the place. And, and, and I believe black people get this Emmanuel Cleaver and Lacey Clay wanted her out. These are two most prominent members of the Congressional Black Caucus that I gotcha. get rid of her. I got you. Hey, Kevin, I got I got to scoot him up against the clock here. Folks, you, you now have full dispensation from certified alleged minorities. Kevin Jackson and Chris Salcedo. Uh, Kevin Jackson, of course, syndicated radio talk show host, Fox News contributor. The book is called Race Pimping at racepimping.com. Buddy, thank you for coming here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Everybody free. Everybody free, Chris. <laughs> okay. Back in a minute. Chris Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. You are listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Allow me to expand on Mitch McConnell. As you know, he is not our favorite senator. He blames other people for his inadequacies. He blamed talk radio for us instilling an unrealistic expectation of what Congress could do. And then he blamed Donald Trump for having an unrealistic expectation of Congress following through with their promises. Uh, I... tweeted this out yesterday to Brett Baer because lost in this whole, oh, Donald Trump is fighting with the Senate Majority Leader. Lost in all of this is that the Senate Majority Leader started all this. Mitch McConnell got up in front of a group of people and said, hey, you know, President's a neophyte, doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what this, this is the way that Washington works. We make all these promises and we never deliver. It's silly of him to demand that we deliver on our promises was in essence what Mitch McConnell was saying. Mitch McConnell was, uh, not he, but some of his surrogates were quoted in a New York Times piece saying that he doesn't believe the Trump presidency is salvageable. As he works, Mitch McConnell works to undermine it. Hey, with support troops like these, who needs enemies, right? Uh, Let's examine seeing as how everybody wants to make a a big deal of Donald Trump's falling poll numbers. Let's see how Mitch McConnell is doing in his home state of Kentucky. Latest polling shows that Mitch McConnell is down to an 18% approval rating. Donald Trump's in the high thirties. 
uh, actually, some, some new polling has him mid-40s, a couple of polls. So he's on the uphill swing. So apparently Mitch McConnell, the word that you should take away from all this is that the American people are not as gullible as you think we are. That we know who to hold accountable for the intransigence and the, the lack of work and productivity being done. It's you and your so-called Republican majority. So uh, because John McCain's butt hurt over some comments that the president made during the campaign, uh, that, that gives him the right to screw the entire country? No. Perhaps you'd better talk to some of your members, Mitch McConnell. You're supposed to be this brilliant tactician, after all. Now, what about, what about Congress's approval rating and, and Donald Trump's approval rating? Well, according to Axios, they put out a, you know, no, Donald Trump's approval rating has gone down among Republicans from 81% to 75%, and his disapproval has gone up from 19 to 25 but have a look at what the GOP thinks of Congress. The GOP-controlled Congress. 68% approved, that's down to 54. 32% disapproved, and that's up to 46. It looks like the country has a real dislike for the Republican-controlled Congress, this do-nothing Congress. Lay that at the feet of Mitch McConnell. Hey, remember, everybody, society's worth not measured by how much power is seized by government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Great day, Thursday tomorrow, back then. See ya. 888-900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network.